Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. It's your guy Larry, and you just tuned into Larry's Biblecast. How you guys doing today? Hopefully, you guys are having a wonderful and awesome week. Whether it's on Monday, which is the time that I'm recording this, and also, um, how was your weekend? Did you have a wonderful weekend? Did you spend it um, doing chores or running errands that you probably didn't get done during the week, or did you just relax and have some good R and R, some good leisure time with your family and friends and whatnot? Just kind of curious, how was your weekend, and did you have um, some good weather? We had some awesome weather here in California, and so. Um, yeah, I'm not saying that California always has good weather, but uh, yeah, we we had some good weather. God has has blessed us with some um, pretty awesome looking, awesome weather this weekend. So um, hopefully, wherever you're listening to me from, you guys are doing well. Everybody's doing fine. Your family's doing fine, and everything. It is the month of February, and. Some of us know what February is. February is the time of month where we have um, one of the most, uh, I would say, pretty awesome uh, days of the uh, celebration of Valentine's Day, right? Valentine's Day, just kind of, you know, acknowledging the love that you have for your spouse and whether it be, look, honestly, whether it be from husband to wife or from wife to husband or boyfriend to girlfriend and girlfriend to boyfriend, it doesn't matter. I think that love is a very, it's a very good um, thing to express. And so we should be expressing love for one another all the time. But um, hey, you know what? It's kind of nice to have that one special, extra special day where you kind of go above and beyond what you, what, what love is. Remember, there's three, there's three types of love. There is phileo love, there is eros, and then there is the best one, which is the unconditional love. This is love that God gives us. Remember, God loves us so very much. He he loves us unconditionally. He loves us without any merit on our part. And that's something humanly we we kind of, you know, we, we really don't fully understand it, I guess, until we really encounter the love of God, right? There's so many things that that we that we don't deserve, but God loves us so much that he still he still gives us the things that we even sometimes desire, sometimes we want, and sometimes what we ask for, because God loves us. And I think that's a wonderful thing. So that's not to get away from, you know, the things that we're supposed to do for one another. I think, too, that uh, love and expressing love for one another should always be there in the midst of your relationship, whether it's your marriage or, you know, whatever, whatever relationship that you have. Um, it's important to express uh, how much you care and love for each other. So with that being said, um, we're going to get into the verse of the day. And also, I want to introduce you to another, um, just another uh, uh, devotional that we're going to be doing in the month of February. So before we get into that, let's read the verse of the day. And this one is a familiar a very familiar passage and one of my favorite 
one of my favorite verses of the of the scriptures of the Bible. And this is found in Jeremiah 20, 29 verse 11. And it says simply this, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Isn't that wonderful? So, you know, we know that, first of all, I like the fact that we know that God has he has a plan for us. He has a plan for you. He has a plan specifically made for you. And whatever your life entails, wherever direction that you are going in life, God already has a plan. He's already have it mapped out. And sometimes whether we go along to the plans of God, sometimes we kind of map out our own way. But aren't you curious to know what God has planned for you? Aren't you curious to know maybe his plan is a lot better than your plan? And so, yeah, sometimes we have to learn to let go and let God sort of speak. And I know that's a cliche saying, but sometimes we have to learn to let him lead, let him let him be the, in the driver's seat and we be in the passenger seat, right? And allow him to to play out the plans in our lives. A lot of times what I do is there's certain things that I may want or my family, we pray and my wife and I, we pray together and we pray for certain things. And so we sit back and say, God, you know, we put these plans before you, but Lord, whatever it is that you desire for us or whatever door that can be open for us that we allow, you know, please allow it to happen. We don't make a move on our own. We simply send our requests to the Lord and we pray that the Lord honors that request and we'll begin to see whether or not the doors that of our requests be open or not. A lot of times as we're going throughout the day or the week or the month, we start to see things start to kind of move in place and shift in place as we begin to prepare for certain things that we, we want and desire. Remember this, there are a lot of things that you and I may want. We desire um, maybe a new job. We may desire a direction when it comes to relationship or family and friends or whatever it may be. But I tell you this, when you keep God in front of it, though, Keep your your spiritual eyes open and your spiritual eyes, spiritual eyes and spiritual ears listening to hear whether or not God is talking to you. During that time of waiting, you begin to see whether or not your plans or his plans begin to take place. And it's pretty awesome, though, to watch because now you're starting to be aware that God really is in tune to your life. And so, like he says, he says here in the verse, they are plans for good and not for disaster and to give you a future and a hope. If you ever was concerned whether or not God cares about your future and whether or not he even cares to give you some hope, he does. He truly does because he doesn't want to see us fail. So even though we do experience failure, but God, sometimes he says, look, just sit back and watch things unfold. Don't be in such a rush to try to get things done when we need to sit back and allow God to do it. 
admittedly, I know there's been times in our lives, in my life actually, where, you know, the things that I've wanted, I had to be like, you know what, I'm just going to leave it in your hands, God. I'm not going to worry about it. It's, it's going to get done. And if it gets done, I praise God that it gets done. But I'm not going to worry myself about pursuing something that I know that probably either is just my will. It's not God's will. You know what I'm saying? So I just want you to think about that today, this morning. Remember, God has he has a, a greater plan and their plans are always going to be for good not for evil, not for disaster, like the Bible says. So I hope that really kind of encourages you this morning. I love that verse, Jeremiah 29, 11. Take a, listen, take a look at that and meditate and pray about it and ask God this morning or this week, Lord, whatever you have planned for me, Lord, help me be patient and diligent and help me to just sit back and trust and have faith that whatever it is, that it's going to be good for me. It's going to be good for me. It's going to be good for those around me, my my family, my friends, my, my corporation, my job, <laughs> whatever it is, whatever you're praying about, allow God's plan to 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 take priority. Let let allow his plan to go forward. Amen. And listen, we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into a new devotional that I've been wanting to to get into, and it's it's a 21 day, a really long one, 21 day devotional for the month of February. Now February is a kind of a short month, but we're gonna see if we can get through this, <laughs> and we'll see what happens. But it's simply called favor, and trust me, man, when I tell you, the favor of the Lord is such an awesome experience. I know what I'm talking about. That's the subject I could tell you about because, man, God has given me favor in my life, in my personal life. And, uh, man, I tell you, I enjoy this topic. And I want to share it with you. I want I want you to sit back and enjoy this 21-day devotional as we kind of encounter. So stick with me. Stick with me and, and, and let's read this. Let's read this devotional. So in the meantime... I thank you for listening. I thank you for stopping by. Thank you for listening to this little podcast and uh, enjoy, enjoy. I've been playing. Speaking of that, they've been playing me. You can hear me on uh, on on Spotify, which is probably where you're hearing me right now. You can also hear me on iHeartRadio, believe it or not, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Podbean and some of the other ones that I'm not even sure about. Pocket Cast, I believe, is another one. But my podcast can be heard everywhere now, thanks to you, the listeners, and of course, ultimately, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Man, he's opening the airwaves for the message of the gospel, for the encouragement and the blessings of an encouragement that comes from the scriptures to be played throughout the world, throughout the United States even. And I'm appreciative of that. I don't have a very big audience, but those of you that listen and those of you that tune in, I'm very, I'm very um, excited, but I'm very thankful and grateful. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know I've said it many times, but I really do appreciate it. All right. Don't forget also subscribe and share for anybody that need to hear 
Just an encouraging word from a friend. All right. Hey, sit back and relax and enjoy this next episode of Larry's Biblecast. Hey, so welcome back. So we're going to get right into today's devotional entitled Favor. And uh, this is a, a very, I, I'm, a, I'm really anticipating uh, this to be a very good devotional about favor. How many of you, before we even get into this, um, know or have been familiar in your life with the favor of God. And um, I'll, I'll say this, you know, one of the things that um, I have been very fortunate in my life to experience is God's favor because, um, and I guess I, I would say my description of it in my life has been to where, you know, God has been able to open doors or has opened doors in my life and opportunities that has been given to me that I personally feel that I wouldn't have deserved. But I think that part of it is um, God granting you favor in your life is not only is it undeserved and it's unmerited, but it's also because even though we're imperfect and we do make mistakes, we really, in our heart of hearts, we love God. We truly love him and we we truly pursue him in our lives. And I say that because of my experience that I've had. You know, I haven't always made the best decisions in my life. I know that um, I have done things or made mistakes that God definitely wasn't pleased with um, and probably wasn't in his perfect will for my life. And with that being said, though, then in spite of my my foolishness or my my poor choices, that I've made in my in my personal life, God still saw fit to open doors of opportunity and grant me favor, which I definitely did not deserve. And so I just, you know, wanted to, I'm just curious as to um, you, the listening audience, whether or not you've experienced God's unmerited favor. And I really feel that that this is favor but it's unmerited it's it's something that we didn't earn and some and sometimes didn't even deserve and so i'm not saying that this these these verses that or this devotional as we get into it will be a part of that but <clears throat> we will see though that some of the people that god dealt with even in the bible they have made mistakes and they have done things that honestly that God was not pleased with and God blessed them with favor. Isn't that amazing? Sometimes God, well, honestly, God doesn't deal with us as humans do. There are people, whether it had been in my life, myself, that I can definitely say in my life that have not been pleased with me of things that I might have done, the decisions that I had made and things that, that, you know, I had hold true to and just weren't pleased with me. And as a result, they haven't dealt with me. So, and that's the same thing it is with maybe some people in your life or, or maybe you yourself might've been the recipient of that. Who knows? But the thing is with God, God doesn't, 
God doesn't deal with 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 us or with you the way people do. That's the difference, and that's a blessing, actually, because if God dealt with us the way people do, guess what? We would not get anything at all. There would not be doors of opportunity. There would not be uh, step steps toward uh, favor in your life when it comes to maybe it's a second chance at life, a second a second chance, a second go around at that maybe a marriage or a second go around of a job that you might have lost or an opportunity might have opened up to you. There's all kind of details that I can go into detail about it. You know, sometimes we mess up. Like I said, financially, sometimes we mess up financially. We might mess up when it comes to uh, relationships and when it comes to jobs, when it comes to uh, just different things that that we have made that we shouldn't have done or, you know, by either mistake or being, you know, poor choices, you know, which are which is a choice. And God never stops us from making those choices. But the, with that being said, he still gives us the opportunity and still blesses us in spite of ourselves. And this is why I say favor is a wonderful thing. But within yourself, within yourself, within myself, I know that I love the Lord. I know that I'm I'm definitely, you know, devoted to him to the best of my ability. And so the, the good thing is, is that God sees the heart. He always he does see the actions, but he does see the heart, the, the intent, the true intent and the true walk that you really have within with God. You're devoted. Your devotion is what God is really looking at. He sees that. He says, yeah, sometimes he or she makes bad choices and makes poor choices that I don't agree with. But overall, this this daughter or son of mine loves me with all his heart, with all her heart. So. Don't ever feel beat up or beat yourself up over maybe things that you might have done or should have done or things like that. Yeah, it happens. You know, we make we make poor choices. We do things. We make bad decisions in our lives. We we go through experiences that, you know, we either had had done things to 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 others, unfortunately, and they have became the recipients of our poor choices. And so a lot of times you know, we kind of hang on to that and we feel bad. We feel, you know, kind of like a thing that it, it, it carries through not only life, but as we get, as we grow older. And let me just say this as a side note to that. God doesn't want us to keep hanging on to our past and the mistakes that we've made. I mean, yeah, it happened. Yes, you made a poor choice. You made a bad decision. You involved yourself in something you should have involved yourself in. And God doesn't hold you accountable, especially at some point when you have repented of it and you've decided, you know, God, help me to move forward. Or maybe you you move forward into another relationship or a marriage or, or, or a new job or something like that. Listen, only person that's that's still holding on to those things is you. Otherwise, if you're still if you're still thinking about those things, thinking about the mistakes that you made, you're the only one that's holding on to that. You're the only one that's still back there, ten years, twenty years ago. When now you you have to take take it for what it is and move forward. And guess what? 
your God, that's a wonderful God, doesn't hold it against you either. There's a verse of scripture where he says that his anger will not uh, be for on people forever. He's a merciful God. So he doesn't have a grudge. He doesn't he doesn't hold grudges. And his feelings of being offended or hurtful are nothing like how humans are. A lot of times we as humans we'll hold on to something for many, many years. We'll never forget it. We'll never let that person be able to repent of their sins or repent of the offense that they have done. And so as a result, they choose not to deal with that person. They choose never to talk to that person. They choose never to reconcile with that person only because they have not forgiven. They have not forgiven. They have not gotten past it. They will not, for whatever reason, they will hold that person in contempt for the entire time of their life. And it's not fair. But Again, thank God that God is not like people and God is not like how we are to each other. So praise God for that. So we're going to get right into a little bit of devotional called favor. And it reads out of Matthew chapter one, verse 20. It says, but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Now it says God desires to grant his favor to those who are committed to living for him, whose hearts align with his heart. In fact, he is searching for them. He is attracted to individuals who are righteous in his sight. He gives attention to those who act in obedience to his word. The genealogy of Jesus names generations of individuals who pursued God and, and who received God's supernatural favor in their lives. The same favor that was extended to Joseph and Mary, the parents of Jesus on earth, is also available to us today. Favor positions us to be used by God in mighty ways. Favor prompts the Holy Spirit to supernaturally act on our behalves. Favor protects us from all from natural outcomes. Now, today, seek God and purify your heart. Now, let's get right into um, one of the verses that is attached to this devotional. It says here, and this is Matthew chapter 1. This is a record of the ancestors of Jesus, the Messiah, a descendant of David and of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez, Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron was the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Aminadab. Aminadab was the father of Nashon. Nashon was the father of Salmon. Salmon was the father of Boaz, whose mother was was Rahab. Boaz was the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed was the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother was Bathsheba, the widow of Uriah. Solomon was 
the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam was the father of Abijah. Abijah was the father of Asa. Asa was the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was the father of Jeroram. And Jeroram was the father of Uzziah. Uzziah was the father of Jotham. Jotham was the father of Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh, was the father of Amon. Amon was the father of Josiah. Josiah was the father of Jehoiakim and the bro- and his brothers, born at the time of the exile of Babylon. After Babylon was exiled, Jehoiakim was the father of Shetil. Shetil was the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was the father of Abiad. Abiad was the father of Elikim. Elikim was the father of Azar. Azar was the father of Zadok and the father of Achim. Achim was the father of Eliad. Eliad was the father of Eleazar. Eleazar was the father of Nathan. And Nathan was the father of Jacob. Jacob now was the father of Joseph, the, the husband of Mary. And Mary gave birth to Jesus, who is called the Messiah. All those listed above include 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 from David to Babylon, the, the Babylonian exile, and 14 from Babylonian exile to the Messiah. This is how Jesus, the Messiah, was born. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child within her was born by the Holy Spirit, was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through the through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife, but did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born, and Joseph named him Jesus. Wow. So, I know that that was quite a bit um, as far as the, excuse me, the genealogy that was read there. Understand this. The wonderful thing about God is that God is into generations. He's into generations. He's into family. He's into the whole scope. And one thing about God is he sees things from the outside of time. 
from beginning to end, from generation to generation. He sees it as a whole scope. What we can't see is what God can see. And the, and the awesome thing about God is that God has a full out plan. He has a extended plan, more than way bigger and made way longer than when we what we can understand. As I read this genealogy, I was I was struck by not only how much did God understand, but he dealt with each and every one of these people in the genealogy leading up to Jesus Christ. That means that Jesus had a plan from the time that we that we first started mentioning of the the first name that we recorded from Abraham, from Abraham all the way to Joseph, who was the husband of who was the father of Jesus, right? But was not the biological father of Jesus. But this had to all occur, not only for the sake of where Jesus lineage would come from, but it would also have to fit in with what the prophet would say. And that's, as I said before, a prophet said, the prophet would speak in advance, before this event would happen, that Jesus would, would come as the, as the Messiah, he said that he would come and a virgin would conceive a child. Okay, so this had to be set up. That means that Mary, long time ago, years before, years after Abraham, Mary would also be in this line. She would be a virgin. God sees that way in advance, way years in advance. So the wonderful thing about God and the wonderful word that I like using other than favor is sovereignty. God's sovereignty is awesome because he doesn't deal with people moment by moment, situation by situation or event by event. He takes it as a snapshot and he knows that when this happens say in with king david i love the part in the genealogy where he, it mentions here that gene that uh king david king david was the father of solomon king david's son solomon was born from a from a a a marriage that really shouldn't have happened through his mother Bathsheba. Now, according to humanistically, as we say, human human wise, right? David made a horrible mistake. He made a poor choice. He lusted after Bathsheba. And as some of you may know, you might want to go back and read this story. But he he lusted after another man's wife. And he had his had her husband, Bathsheba's husband, which was Uzziah. Or Uriah, excuse me, Uriah, killed on the battlefield just so that he can have his wife. If anything is more worse than that in our eyes, right? That's pretty bad. But in the midst of that, God still used Solomon, who was still had later became the father of Rehobo, Rehobo, Rehoboam, excuse me, and then it continued on to Abijah 
and to Asa and to Jehoshaphat. And as you, some of you scholars and some of you that read the Old Testament are familiar with some of these words, some of these names of these people, King Rehoboam and also King Abijah and also Jehoshaphat. These are people that were very notable in the Old Testament that God still walked with them and showed them favor. Isn't that amazing? And so no matter how, what mistakes and certain turns and turns that maybe your great grandfather has made or great grandmother or whatever, look in your family line and look at how God has continued to deal with each and every person in your life leading up to you, including yourself. And then thank God and praise God for God's awesome and wonderful favor and his sovereignty in your life. It's amazing to me because we get at the end of this of this list of names, we get 14 generations from, it says from Abraham to David, and then a 14 more from David to the Babylonian exile. And mind you, the Babylonian exile was an amazing time in which they, the whole the, the children of Israel, the people of Israel, Jerusalem, I'm sorry, went into a Babylonian ruler because they were disobedient to God. And that doesn't mean that God doesn't cut them off. He didn't cut them off. But he did make them, what he did in a way, allowed them to go into what you call a timeout or a punishment by sending, by allowing Babylon to capture them. In the midst of that, you have the stories of Daniel during the time of Babylon. And this amazing stories that we would eventually get around to reading. But it's just amazing to me that how God's favor and God's sovereignty doesn't always depend on how well you are, how, how good you do. Because some of these people were not perfect. They made poor choices. They made bad decisions. But God says, out of all of this, I'm going to continue to work with these people because of the fact that my sovereignty, my ultimate plan, my ultimate goal in, in this all thing is for Jesus to come. And which means that this all lined up with not only Jesus's supremacy on earth, but also his supremacy in genealogy, how it lined up with him being a king, being uh, the, the prophetic scriptures that we read that uh, the Messiah will come from King David. This lined up out of the genealogy as you read, or as we read just now. And then it also lined up to the, the holy priesthood that went from there. Abraham would also be the beneficiary or the the, the conduit of what would now be Jesus coming from the from Father Abraham, the, the father of all faith. So it's just amazing to me that it shows not only that we see and we read it, but the details that occurred as you go through these stories and these in different individuals that you've read in this genealogy and how God says, I am going to still work through the entire genealogy in order 
for Jesus to come. Listen, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. But I will say this. God's plan, no matter how inconsistent we are, God will still make his plan happen. God, whatever God has planned in your life, no matter whether you make some poor choices, bad choices, go to the left or to the right in your life. God says, I'm going to make it work. It's going to happen. <laughs> and that's what I love about God. That's what I love about it. He, listen, you failing and you making faults and doing the wrong things doesn't stop his plan at all. That's the awesome thing I love about God, because God says, I'll take whatever mistakes that you made or whatever decisions that you made in your life. And I'm still going to make them work because you know why? Because there's generations before you and I and even in your generation and even now where your heart, your devoted is, your devotion is to, to the Lord. Your devotion to God is so much more important to him because even though you're not perfect, even though you've made and failed and tried and did mistakes and maybe your grandparents did or great-grandparents have done, it doesn't matter. God says, I'm going to make it work. I'm going to make it happen anyway. And you know what? It's not hard for God at all. You know why? Because he knows. He knows what's going to happen before it happens. He knew what mistakes you would make and he knew what setbacks you would have. And it doesn't bother him. It bothers us because we don't see what God sees. Amen. So listen, man, this was a long segment. So we're going to take a quick short break and we're going to be right back. I got a couple more scriptures to read and we'll close it out from there. All right. Hey guys, this is your guy Larry. How you guys doing today? Just a little bit of a, a break in, in between episodes or segments. I wanted to, first of all, thank you again for all of you that have been listening and following me on this podcast journey. Yes, it's been a journey from the time that I first started um, recording, uh, which was formerly Black Nerds Biblecast to Larry's Biblecast. And God has really been doing some wonderful and awesome things in my life, in my life of my myself, and also in the life of the podcast as it's been growing. So first of all, I just want to really thank you so much for just your listener support and things like that. And entering into a brand new year of 2022, I'm so excited about where things will go with us from here. Also, obviously where God is going to be leading us. So again, just want to thank you, want to appreciate you for everything that you're doing. Now, the last thing I want to mention is some of you have also reached out to find out how can you all support this podcast. Yes. Um, I've never really, never really thought about getting the support that I needed. I enjoy doing this as a hobby. I enjoy just recording and also spreading the gospel. And that's the main thing. So for some of you that desire, that desire that, and maybe God has put it on your heart 
to sow into this to this podcast, I really greatly appreciate it. I haven't thought of any amount and really there's really no specific amount that I that I've come up with. So, again, that's all only left up to you, the listener. If you decide that you would like to sow into this podcast, I greatly appreciate it. Whatever God puts on your heart to do, I am so happy to do that. Where this will go is that just to continue the furtherance of the gospel of Jesus Christ and and just help to expand this effort, this ministry. Um, I guess you want to call it a ministry now. So um, I'm just excited about that and um, where you can go. So at the end of the broadcast or the podcast, as you're listening to, always look into the description. Look in the description. There's a link there to my to my cash app and you can actually go ahead and donate whatever amount again whatever god has put on your heart to do i greatly appreciate it look into the description click on the link it will go directly to the cash app and your your donation will go toward advancing the gospel and gospel for the kingdom of christ the kingdom of jesus christ amen so again thank you so very much for just you listening for you just being a part of this listening um this listening audience and the journey that continues on with larry's bible cast now get back to listening to some more of this awesome episode All right, so welcome back. So, um, we're going to read the book of Luke, chapter 1, verses 28 through 30. And it simply says this. Gabriel appeared to her, uh, meeting Mary, and said, Greetings, favorite woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her. For you have found favor with God. Second Chronicles chapter 16 verse 9 says, The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. What a fool you have been. From now on, you will be at war. Now, I'm going to tell you, um, these two examples, or these these two last scriptures that we're reading here, one where the angel Gabriel came before Mary, and she was confused and disturbed. Of course, didn't understand how this ha- would happen. But here's the thing about this: God knew that Mary was devoted. God knew that Mary was a devoted woman, she, but she was also being used of the Lord to bring in the Messiah, Jesus Christ. It was also a it was also to fulfill the prophecy, but it was also ultimately in God's plan that she will be that the Messiah would be born of a virgin. Mary was the perfect perfect candidate for this. Why? Because Mary loved the Lord as it was. It wasn't like God says, I'm just going to, well, he could have, I'm, let me just backtrack. He could have used anybody and he actually did. And just say, for instance, Mary was the perfect person that he decided this is what's going to happen. Remember, God could have 
looked at Mary years in advance, way back from the time of Abraham. And there's so many years that span between Abraham and then to David and from David to Mary or to Joseph and then eventually to Mary. So we see how God's plan weaves in and out and ultimately just hits bullseye (laughs) directly where he wants it to go, where his plan is. So. The next thing is the eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. This is amazing. Um, This was also um, a a section of a scripture that was a part of a bigger story here. Um, This is um, also from King Asa, excuse me. Um, from that time. And why don't we read a little bit more till we find out um, about what was going on on this time. So it's saying here, as I catch up with the verse, it says here, um, it says, don't you remember what happened to the Ethiopians, the Libyans, and their and their vast army with all their chariots and charioteers? At the time you relied on the Lord and he handed them over to you. The eyes of the Lord searched the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. What a fool you have been. From now on, you will be at war. Asai became so angry with Hanan. Hanan uh, excuse me, Hananiah, for saying this, that he threw him into prison and put him in stocks. At that time, Asai also began to oppress some of his people. Now, as you can tell here, um, King Asa was not a good king. Okay, the the person speaking to the Lord, and I believe this might have been. Uh, one of the prophets that spoke to him, Hananiah, um, this person spoke the truth, okay? And, you know, you know, again, this is an example of how God, even in the midst of his sovereignty, is still going to use who he uses. King, ha- King Asa was one of the people that was in the genealogy that we saw in the genealogy of Jesus or leading to leading to this. So in other words, after King Rehoboam was the father of Abijah and Abijah was a king was the father of King Asai, okay? And Asai was the father of Jehoshaphat. Now, and I said and I wanted to to um read that scripture because of the fact that we see the connection and we see a little bit of how how God through the through the prophet Hananiah spoke to him okay and so in spite of the situation circumstances right God is still dealing with people he deals with people even when they're not faithful to him even when they make poor choices even when they choose their own way other than God's way doesn't always mean that that their life is uh, is going to be perfect but you know what sometimes even the the mistakes and the choices we make do come with results 
And we see that from here. We see that from the from this scripture in in Second Chronicles chapter sixteen verse nine. He says, "What a fool you have been!" He says, "From now on, you will be at war." This was a result. This result of 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 King Asai's poor decision. So, isn't that amazing? What we can see, what we can learn, and so much that we can learn from the Bible. But this is one of the things that I will say this before before um, concluding here is that the Bible doesn't doesn't sugarcoat it. And it does show that people are who they are. And it doesn't like just paint this pretty rosy picture that everybody is faithful to the Lord and 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 everybody's doing what God wants them to do. It shows that the mistakes that people make are are come with results and it come with 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 consequences in their lives and we understand that doesn't always mean that God can't use that situation just to still fulfill his purpose and so we kind of learned from day one here a little bit about God's favor right God's favor and God's Sovereignty in the midst of a situation, in the midst of your your life, your circumstance. Um, I want you to really take from this and be encouraged going forward in your life and even throughout this year that God will still use you no matter what, no matter mistakes that you made or poor choices that you made. Yeah, you probably suffered some of the results of it. The consequences of your poor choices. I know I have. But again, I want you to also understand that God is a merciful God and a God full of grace and mercy. He doesn't wink and just turn his head away from the things that you do. He wouldn't be God if he wasn't. He still has to allow the circumstance that your that your choice has made to resulting whatever consequence that comes to you. So it doesn't mean that he's going to get you out of trouble. Now, as far as a second chance, yes. Repenting and turning to the Lord in your life. Yeah, that will help. You know, going back to that individual or or people or places and things you've done to make sure that you've right, right, right your wrong, so to speak. Sometimes that helps. But ultimately, you want to ask God to for, to forgive you for the things that you've done, things that you might have said and things that you might have committed to doing. Listen, God is not a God that holds grudges against you and will never do that, especially if you repent of your sins. Repent of the things that you've done. Tell him, I'm sorry for what I've done. And if it means going to that person and apologizing and going back to that then then by all means do that listen before we end i want to talk about a current event that i would say happening that was happening in chh some of you know that i love christian hip-hop and uh one of the one of the individuals in christian hip-hop community right now is um a gentleman by the name of gavi um I'm sure some of you that follow Christian hip hop will know the name when I tell you. He was a part of the uh, artist um, 
of Reach Records. Reach Records is very familiar because they produce artists like Lecrae and Trip Lee and Tadashi um, and, and a few more uh, more contemporary ones like 1K Few now and Wande. Reach Records has been around for a good while now. Lecrae has been one of the leaders, um, one of the leading artists that have come out of Reach Records and actually uh, I believe it's uh, holding um, one of the executive positions of reach records as well well i said all that to say this so gavi unfortunately had made some poor choices um in his life and unfortunately it 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 leaked out online and it was it was um talked about among uh not only people but but it, it was just a really uh unfortunate situation um when it came to being unfaithful in his marriage and and just um, some very, uh, I would say, some very unfortunate things that, that occurred during this time. First of all, where I say this is keep Gavi in prayer. If some of you that know this artist, keep him in prayer. This has been uh, a very tumultuous and scandalous um, type of situation, unfortunately, that he's got itself in. Um, the results and the consequences of that poor choice or choices that he made resulted in Reach Records um, firing him or, um, you know, getting him, um, re, you know, um, taking him off the group label. So as of now, he's no longer a part of Reach Records. Um, also no longer a part of the the Reach Records uh, 116 tour that Lecrae and Trip Lee and others that were going to do a, a, a tour across the United States. And he's now not a part of that. Part of it is a business decision of Reach Records, I'm sure. You know, they kind of knew about it from what the 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 statements have been made now that the reach records knew about the situation had been trying to work with gavi and unfortunately um it just you know sometimes uh sometimes things even though you're trying to work with somebody it still doesn't doesn't pan out so first of all like i said pray for him pray for gavi pray for the those that he um had offended and and done things to and um Pray for his 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 wife or his family. I believe uh, there's a lot going on with this, but also those that around him, his friends and family, they're also affected by this. I say that not to put just so much spotlight on Gavi itself, but just understanding that Gavi is not the only one that makes mistakes like this. Gavi is not the only one who who makes choices like this. The choice. The poor choice that Gavi made is is somewhat of the same choice that a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of men make in their lives and their in their situations with their wives and and their, in, in their relationships. Um, being unfaithful in your marriage is really is really uh, uh, an unfortunate thing, and it's a decision that that it doesn't doesn't have to be made it it should not be made if you need help if you need help uh going to someone help asking for help or assistance with somebody something you know you need to you need to have a support group and you need to get someone that you're accountable to um no way you should be suffering in silence or keeping this as a big secret in your life 
And unfortunately, whenever you you keep something a secret or keep it in the dark, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It's not exposed to the light. God wants our secrets to come to the light. It doesn't have to always be with somebody, but God has to bring it to him and ask him for help and help and help. Uh, He'll direct you and guide you to who you need to go to. So I said that because, again, this was uh, a person that I I listen to every now and then. I listen to some of his music. But I'm also a big fan of of the CHH genre as well as a lot of the artists from Reach Records. My prayer is I'm praying for them. I'm praying for the the people that are connected, but I'm also praying for um, Lecrae and all the rest of them as they go through this too. This is not a good thing, but I pray that things will get better. All things will get better. And this will be a thing that we can move move forward. I pray that also that if you're having a situation like something like this, that seek help, ask God to help you. Ask God to direct you and guide you. God still loves you. He doesn't throw you away. He loves you. So with that being said, I'm going to end this episode. We got a few more. We got a 21 day um, devotional that we're going through right now. And I surely appreciate um, all of you that listen and tune in. Hope you got something out of out of today's discussion about favor. Favor is awesome and wonderful. But it's also because your heart is committed to the Lord and God doesn't mind giving you favor. Amen. So with that being said, I'll talk to you later. God bless you and we'll see you soon. Hey guys, this is your guy Larry, and you just tuned into a Spotify exclusive. Now, this may be a duplicate or a replicated episode from um, the day ver- day one version of the uh, Favor series. This is a twenty one day series, and so um, I'm kind of doing this pre intro, and uh, I just got through listening to. A uh, represent two, which is the one one six compilation, includes Gavi, includes one K few one day, and just a few others, um, Triple E as well um, on this track. And I'm telling you, um, just an awesome uh, remix of a more contemporary, more current version of Represent. Some of you might have remembered um, Represent as one of the tracks from the old um, 116 compilation that I want to say was either on Triple E's album um, or Tadashi's album. And I believe Tadashi's on this track too as well. But um, one of the reasons why I I picked this to uh, play on this episode is because I wanted to talk a little bit about the situation that happened with um, Reach 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 Records artist uh, Gavi. Uh, unfortunately, let's just get to the point. Uh, it was something that uh, uh, a poor choice 
poor choices that Gavi had made, unfortunately, um, in his in his uh, morality, um, a lapse of morality, I would I would call it. Um, you can see more details about it. You can continue to probably uh, it's it's leaked out online. It's on YouTube and others. Um, this was a really big story. Unfortunately, but first of all, before I even uh, talk any more about this, let's keep Gavi in prayer. I will be, you will be t- hearing me tell tell you a little bit more about it as well um, in the in the episode as you listen toward the end. But um, keep Gavi in prayer. Keep keep Gavi in prayer. His family, those that were involved in the situation that he has got himself involved with, and also. Um, People like Lecrae and 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 Trip Lee and others that are part of the Reach Records um, staff and and community there, uh, CHH has has always been um, attacked by the attacked by the enemy because listen, even though it's Christian hip hop, and uh, you know we understand it's also a part of ministry, it's a part of. Um, uh, young people, young people, young young uh, artists that are trying to get the gospel out in a hip hop form. So, again, you know, with the title represent, you know, we're still representing uh, Romans one sixteen, and so which is um, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and this has really hit hard on the group. And I pray for them. I pray that, you know, um, that with all things that happen, we're not perfect. We're not we're not we're not perfect people, but we we do um, need to hold each other accountable. And unfortunately, uh, Gavi now is not a part of the um, has been released uh as an artist from Reach Records, um, but I'm sure that they are still doing whatever they can to to help Gavi through this fall, this fall that he took of morality um, um, with his with his his wife and 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 uh, his marriage. So let's keep him in prayer. This is not a this is not a, a, a abnormal thing. This happens, unfortunately, in 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 marriages and in Christian communities and, and unfortunately in church communities. And it happens. It's 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 an unfortunate situation. And we we need to we need to one men. We need to hold each other accountable. If you are a brother in the Lord and you know, uh, you know, someone that is struggling, that know that someone is struggling in their marriage, uh, struggling to be faithful to their wife, you know, definitely, um, definitely, hopefully um, pray for them, number one. And, and if they open up to you, you know, allow them to open up. And that way um, you can begin to minister to them um, in, in, a, in a in a biblical way. Um, we need to we need each other. We need each other's uh, accountability. We need each other's uh, grace and mercy as well. And so um, and there's also counselors out there. There's also people that you can you could talk to um, that will that will that will be uh, a, a hold you accountable as a leader, as a person that, that is supposed to represent the Lord Jesus Christ in our communities and, and things. We're all not perfect, but I'm not excusing that at all. Every every choice that you make is results in a consequence it, it results in an action and unfortunately that's this is what happened with gavi but again 
Um, I still, you know, I, I still love them, love him as a brother. And I hope that he, he gets better. Uh, let's pray for him. Let's pray for his family and pray for his wife. Um, she's going through a very, very tough time as, as right now as they have they have gone through this. So, again, I'm not going to go into uh, a, a lot of details. We just know that uh, it was a, a, a bad situation uh, in their marriage and, and pray that uh, that for restoration and pray that that things will get better um, as time goes. All right. Enjoy this next episode, this awesome exclusive episode that you only hear here on Spotify of Larry's Bible Cast.